Welcome, welcome back to Canvas with Michael Durant. Thank you for clicking and watching this episode. This is going to be a great episode. This is going to be, I'm going to say a part one of two sessions. The reason why is because I noticed something as I was looking at the news, going through social media for the last three days, and I was hearing some of the pain that a certain group of people are going through. They're not looked at as people that should get the support. And sometimes we're all clumped together. And if any of you know me, I am always on the side of entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, business owners. We are on the front line trying to live a vision, a dream, bring some inspiration, innovation, to the marketplace and when we're hit we're not looked at as always the ones that should have empathy for in this episode we have a great guest uh, with us kimberly malloy and we're going to be talking about the psychological costs it takes to be the boss right here on canvas stay tuned we'll be right back this is Canvas. Those that are on the front line, but, you know, they're not always looked at because they own a business. But what we're going to dive in, I have an interview here with, a, with someone that I met a while ago, and I love the way she thinks, and I love how her mind works, and she broke down some of the emotions uh, that people feel when I heard her speaking about it it made me look inside of myself. I went down a long road as an entrepreneur, a long road, and it was very trying. So in this episode, we're going to dive into what we call the psychological price to be the boss. There's a lot of weight to this, people. And after all this main stuff, after the wave subsides, as you heard me say before, there's going to be another wave that's coming. It's going to be right in front of us. And this episode is for you. Now, I want to introduce you to Kimberly, uh, licensed marriage and family therapist, CEO, chief inspirational officer uh, for the Center of Relational Health here in Las Vegas, certified daring way facilitator and executive coach for BOR, a mastermind group for CEOs. Now, I want to bring Kimberly in uh, so that we can kind of dive into some of the things that will business owners are dealing with and trying to figure out how we can navigate through all of this. Hey, Kimberly, how you doing? I'm well, Michael. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on the show. And, you know, the reason this hit me, because I, I, when I was talking to you about doing something, my mindset was basically on the family and the things that are going on. And I'm like, I kept seeing these social media posts that were of people's response to business owners and how they were looked at. So I knew that you worked with CEOs and masterminds, you know, on my side of the world, I'm working on the, the actual trying to figure out how to make the business run and work. And you're dealing with a lot of the minds and the, the, the emotions and the mental state. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself before we kind of dive into some questions that I have that I know a lot of business owners may be asking or trying to figure out. Okay, well, as you said, I'm a, a licensed marriage and family therapist, but 
I have always had an entrepreneurial side. I've been pretty much self-employed for probably about 18 years. Um, I don't know if it's because I don't play well with others in the sandbox or I just like uh, being creative and kind of doing my own thing. But um, I do a little bit of everything. I do training, community trainings. I do individual therapy. And like you said, I am really passionate about working with CEOs because of the emotional health piece. So, Kim, there's a there's a mindset that goes on with entrepreneurs, business owners, and I, I saw this report and it said that there's most business owners deal with the emotion of depression uh, on a daily basis. And I can't imagine what a lot of them are going through right now. What have you seen in this world of the mental state that business owners are dealing with well past just this, this current situation? Right, right. Well, I think when you look at business owners, um, they have not only what we deal with when we wake up, like when they think about their families and they think about the financial state of their families and their emotional well-being of their families. Business owner CEOs have that, but amplified because they're not just worrying about themselves. They're worrying about their employees and with their employees, they all have families. They're worrying about their investors, their stockholders and all of their families. They're worrying about their customers and what's going on. So they've got a tremendous amount of pressure. And when they do well, we don't necessarily, or they don't necessarily uh, maybe pat themselves on the back. A, a good leader will give credit to everybody. But when something really tough happens, a lot of CEOs beat themselves up and they second guess themselves. And, you know, I should have seen this coming. I should have done this. So there's a lot of times there's an element of shame in there that, you know what, I just didn't step up to the plate. I wasn't enough. So that I think that makes sense. You know, the, the thing that I've realized because um, I've had meetings, I've been able to do some zoom meetings and I'm seeing this, this level of some I'm seeing fear, absolute fear, and others I am seeing this push, this grind. And I'm not just talking because I, I the, the 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 thing that I get to see is that I see businesses that are small, mom and pop, as well as mid-level companies, and I see the weight that is carrying on each one of them. What I'm noticing for the smaller business is they don't have as many options because they may not know how to do everything that some of the bigger companies know how to do. They can't get unemployment. They, some of them may not even qualify for some type of check. The SBA money's ran out. What is it that now they have to face to able to overcome this? Because sometimes it feels most of them I know feel like they're alone. What do they have to do right. to try to overcome this? mentally and physically. Right. Well, I think a big part of it is um, what I describe as our circle of control. There are some things that are in our circle of control. There are some things that are in our circle of influence. And there are those things that are not in our circle of control. And I think one of the, the best things a business owner can do is they've got to stop and really be curious about what their thought process is in this. Is it, is it a belief or is it a truth? Is it a truth that they can do nothing about or is it something that they can do? And what they can do 
you know, take a step and do that. I think also trying to go through this whole thing by by themselves is a mistake. Isolating is a mistake. Mm. Letting that shame story get in your head and withdrawing is a mistake. We've got to collaborate and come together. That's what I think will help us. I want you to dive in a little bit more about the shame story. Can you explain what is that based off of? Well, a lot of times are we there's a story that we tell ourselves. Um, and when we are in the middle of chaos, and I can tell you right now, it's chaos. The, the root of trauma is unpredictability. And that is the definition of what is going on right now is unpredictability. And when that happens, that part of our brain gets triggered on survival mode, right? So we're in the survival mode. Um, and our brain tell, finishes a story. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. It finishes its story. So a lot of times it will pull from past memories. So it. You remember when your dad said, "You know what? You weren't smart enough to do this," or that old boss said, "You know what? You're never going to make anything of yourself." Those stories begin to kind of come in our brain, and they go. You know what? I'm right. I uh, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have opened this business. Look at how many lives I now I'm impacting, you know, in this negative way. And so that shame storm comes over them, and it almost uh, makes them paralyzed. So when that comes over, I'm always saying you've got to stop, take a breath, take care of yourself, and then be curious. Begin to pull apart that story. And again, I go back to it. Is it a belief or is it the truth? And most of the time, it's a limiting belief. And most of the time, if we can stop and and take care of ourselves, we'll see that so that we can do the very next step. You know, I think the mindset I I wrote on my board uh, as this all happened, and I figured out in business, you're either going to die, you're going to survive, or you're going to thrive. The one thing I marked out is die because I've gone through a whole lot. I've went through two recessions, two company failures with investors. And I realized that if you were able to get to the starting line once, you can get to it again. Um, the thing is, what, do you, what would you say when to someone, how can you survive and thrive? Because sometimes that mindset that you have to have when you are trying to survive, or trying to survive it doesn't see the future. Right. It can't even really visually go out there as to right now. What do you say to the business owner that's trying to figure out, okay, now I'm in survival mode, but I still have to have that glimpse of thriving? Right. Well, you had said that, you know, oftentimes we can't see the future, and that's true because a lot of times we're stuck in the past. So that's the first thing is you've got to make sure you pull yourself out of the past. And then what I was talking about earlier is, we cannot do this journey alone. I'm, I'm just, I'm sure that you are aware, or you have heard of the parable of the two-foot spoon. Have you heard of that? No. Explain. Okay. So, um, to, so this uh, man asked God. He said, "What's the difference between heaven and hell?" And God says, "Well, I'll show you." And he opens up the door, and the man walks in, and he sees a tables full of just tremendous amount of food, smells incredible, looks incredible, but all the people sitting around are, um, they're thin and they're gaunt and they have 
spoons, two-foot spoons at their table, and they can reach the, for the food and get it on their spoon, but they cannot bring the spoon to their mouth. So he says to God, okay, I see what hell is. Show me what heaven is. So God opens up the door. He walks in. Again, he sees the table full of food, um, and it smells good, looks good, but the people all around are happy, and they are well-nourished. And what he sees is that they also have the two-foot spoon, but what they're doing is they're feeding each other. Wow. And that's what we need to be doing is don't be a small business owner and be by yourself. Collaborate. It's one of the reasons why I love the mastermind groups. It's a collaboration. I don't have to have all of the answers, but man, together we can feed each other with our two foot long spoon. That's that's an awesome story. You know, it was weird because I was walking in the park. Uh, we were doing some exercise in the park, uh, I think a couple of days ago. And I was like, you know what? I get an opportunity to talk to a lot of different business owners still. And I said, there's a lot of them that are not, they don't have anyone else to talk to. So we're actually going to be putting together Zoom conferences where we can actually all come together, figure out things, help each other. Uh, and just hearing that story just kind of is my, that, that message of saying, you do that. Now, uh, the question that I have, that I've, there was a social media uh, post that I saw, I think day before yesterday, and they were talking about how a lot of the money was gone for small businesses. And I heard someone say, look, just look, the business is stressing you out. Just let it go and go do something else. And I thought for a moment, what would I do else? There was this, this pain that came over me. It's almost like if someone said, hey, won't you go and pick up that won't ad out of the newspaper? I don't even get near that thing. So okay. what is the true mindset of a person, what would, what would happen to this person when they have to sit down their dream, sit down what they've worked hard for to go do really something for someone else? Okay. Well, again, I think the answer is going to be different for everybody. It may be a time where some of us have to stop and really go, okay, maybe this is the end of this particular chapter. But again, if that is it, um, and it's you look at it as a failure once again how many great examples of leaders in our world that we have that have experienced failure you just said it and you are somebody i look up to tremendously i mm -hmm. have failed that doesn't mean that's the end right or we can look at it and go okay Again, stop and slow down. Do we have, have enough information to make that decision to stop? Sometimes we have to count the cost. What is the cost? Um, I have also known business owners who have stayed in business and probably shouldn't have because yeah. it really did come at the cost of, of their families. Um, but if, if, that's, if, if the risk is um, great, the reward is more. You gotta make. You get to make that choice. Which one you get to do? You know right? that is the key, right? What you just said. Because in both of the businesses that I lost, uh, we had all the money that need we needed. We had the staff, and it got to the point I became very sick. I became very uh, emotionally stressed, and it was slowly tearing me down inside. 
and I had to go a different direction. I love what I was doing. And I think what you just said is one of those messages. I think a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs need to think about. It's not over. Think about the, the Olympian that made it all the way to the Olympics and did not even qualify for that next level, but they came back again. This is what I'm saying to, to those that are in this and are trying to figure their way out. So, you know, what I want to ask you, one of my last questions I want to ask you is you get to sit in a room and you hear all these different uh, brilliant minds and some that, you know, they just have brilliant people around them and they, they don't want to like, I don't need to know everything. I just want to have brilliant people around me. You know, what do you do to inspire when they get a little stuck? What is it? Techniques? Is there any techniques? Is there something that you can uh, give us to help us get past that little stuck? Cause I've met a few business owners that are paralyzed. Yes. They don't even yep. know how to move. Right. 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 So a lot of times that stuck is from that fight, flight or freeze response. Um, that is a direct result of of uh, experiencing trauma. And remember that that's the brain response. It is going to go into survival mode and we don't always have a choice of how we do some people are natural fighters. Some people are, are natural in the freezing. If that is it, if you are stuck, again, I can't say it enough, but stop, breathe, mm. uh, become curious on what is going on with you. What are the stories that you are telling yourself? Again, you have to bring somebody else in to kind of process it with you. You know, tell me why why you're stuck. What do you think is what do you what is in your control? What what could be a next step um, to prevent from playing out? You know that all or nothing, that worst case scenario. Even though I know that we are in the worst case scenario, I think this is also a time where we are seeing great creativity, yes, a great amount of innovation. I was just listening to the story of the gentleman who owns the toilet paper company. And he said, you know, I had no idea that this was going to be a thing. He goes, but, you know, I sent my son off to college and the college is closed down. He came back. He goes, I was afraid, you know, I'm not going to, we're not going to survive in this thing. His son comes up with an idea to have a monthly subscription to toilet paper. Who would have thought what? of that, right? <laughs> that is some of the goodness that is coming out of this really tough time. Yeah. So talk it over with people. And I think uh, this is a time that, you know, I always say to business owners, you have to be willing to take a risk. You took a risk to get into this. Some walked away from companies, some walked away from uh, certain things that they were doing in their life to move forward. Uh, Kim, I want to, I'm going to ask you on the show again, because there's a, there's a lot of things that I think we need to address because this is only, we're not even in the beginning of what we're going to see with business owners and what they're going to go through. And I think it's going to be key to kind of help them navigate through and, and get around masterminds. So I want to let, how do people get in touch with you if they want to even become a part of your mastermind group uh, and connect with the community? Yeah. Um, well, you can certainly call me, email me. I'm on uh, on most of the social media, Center for Relational Health or Kimberly at uh, crh-lv.org, my email. 
uh, please call me. I'd love to connect with you. We'll put it on the screen um, so that you can be able to do that. And I want to thank you for tuning into the show. And I know you have a busy day ahead of you and I want to let you get back to it. But we are going to come together again uh, very soon because this is a is a key point. As you know, I'm mentally fighting to stay positive until my wife tells me, look, it's okay not to be okay. (laughs) I don't know that mindset, but I'm going to try. I love her. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to thank you for being on the show and thank you for uh, sharing. Michael, thank you for the good work you're doing. It's inspiring. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. Now you've, you've heard this part of canvas. And like I said, I've always been a person that is about the mindset of the entrepreneur. The reason why is because it takes a special person to be willing to carry all of that weight and to follow your dreams. It's not easy to push forward when everyone wants to stay home. It's not easy to stay up to the two or three o'clock in the morning working when everyone else is sleeping. And I'm a person that have gone through a whole lot of trials. We've, we've lost everything, me and my family with children three times. I trusted in corporate jobs, we lost that. And I said, I'm not going to put my family in this situation again. And I know you can figure this out. I know you can figure this out. It's not something that may come easy, but this is a process. You can't buck the process. And I want to say this, look at the patterns. You know, you have to fend for yourself. Our government is telling local government, we're only there to support you. Local government is telling the city government, hey, we're only there to support you and do what we say. And the city is telling the people, hey, we're doing our best, but you got to figure some things out on your own also. We're in this on our own. Let the support be there, but don't lean on it. You know, since we've gone through this, we've not received one thing. We've gone through the SBA loans. I'm learning other companies around me that have filled out, never got an application fee. Guess what? The first wave is gone. So now what are you going to do? You're going to die, survive, or thrive. It's your choice. This is the cost to be the boss. This is Michael Durant with Canvas. I thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you next time. Make sure you go to the website and subscribe. Uh, we're doing our best not to just depend on platforms uh, to, you know, for you to uh, follow and like. We want you to come and subscribe so we can always be able to be in touch with you. We love you guys. Remember, life's a canvas, so paint away. Thank you for listening to another episode of Canvas with Michael Durant. We are always looking to inspire you with people, stories, insights, and things that matter. All politics aside, of course. So visit us online at canvaslive.com. That's K-A-N-V-S live.com. Or follow us on Instagram at canvaslive. Until next time, life is a canvas, so paint away.